Ellie and Theo. Welcome to uh, welcome to Brighton. You've got a big show tonight. It's part of a UK tour. Um, Ellie's a singer, just in case you don't know, and uh, Theo's a bass player. Yeah. No, you like visiting Brighton. Yeah, we yeah, do. A lot. Yeah, we first played here at the Haunt. No, we didn't play the Haunt. I can't remember. But the first time I remember we played here, we had a really good night out, and yeah. it's always been really good to us whenever we've come back since then. Okay, and the Dome is kind of a special kind of venue as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's Compared beautiful. Compared to the, maybe the sort of typical venue that you might play. Yeah, I, lo I love Concord as well on the seafront. I think we've played there a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Brighton's lovely, isn't it? Can't really well, go wrong. of course. Wrong. I mean, I live here, so, you know. The new album came out earlier this year, Visions of a Life, the second album, followed up to, follow up to the, um, Your Love is Cool, which was released in 2015. And I know that you were touring really hard. You were touring really basically right up to the autumn of last year, I think. And I remember speaking to Joff, who's the um, guitarist with the band, who set up the band with Ellie uh, a few years ago, that uh, he, he thought it was a good time to finish because we were, you were basically a bit knackered and you needed a bit of a break. Yeah, I mean, we toured quite extensively, even pre-album. So by the time you spoke to Joff, I think we were kind of gagging to make some new music and yeah. start playing new tunes. He said that also you'd actually written some songs while you were on the road. Yeah, yeah, we're always trying to not necessarily write fully formed songs on the road, but just scraps of ideas, yeah. maybe. <coughs> Joe always put it quite well that it's quite hard to re like completely realise a song on tour. You can get the shell of things and the ideas down, but because there's no consistency to it, and always yeah. you know it's always punctuated by a gig or something. It can be quite hard to get something a fully idea formed, but a lot of like we always describe it as diary entry things were made and logged on while we were away and then when we got to the rehearsal um, space in London that's when we started to go through things. Okay so how does a, how does a Wolf Alice song come about generally? Is it somebody comes up with a, a riff or a, a melody or a, a lyric even and then you show it to the band or do you work things in the studio from scratch sometimes? Combination of those things really. It's like sometimes Ellie will come with an almost fully formed idea and we'll play it between the four of us or sometimes there'll be a riff that everyone will be playing and it will, everyone will be kind of jamming around a song. So we haven't got a set way yet and I think yeah. that, uh, yeah, we just don't, we haven't got one. There's no, there's no... Um, there's no set pattern. No, yeah. not, not yet at least. Um, so uh, Don't Delete the Kisses, which is a, which is a lovely song. I think, I think you wrote the lyrics for that, didn't you? Can you, can you talk us through that particular song? Because that's my particular favourite on the album. Mm. Yeah, um, I wanted something with a rolling synth and um, something quite cinematic and perhaps a little bit summery. And then lyrically, it was kind of, you know, I knew it was going to be a love song, but perhaps not, you know, a, a kind of uh, insecure love song. Um, and there was like quite a lot to say. So so that's kind of why we did this kind of spoken word thing rather than more stereotypical melodic verse, yeah. chorus, verse, chorus. And uh, yeah, and it was quite a hard one to do in the studio. I think there was kind of a few versions floating about. We didn't know how Cynthia to take it, really. But yeah, we were really happy with it. But it yeah. worked out well. Yeah. yeah. And you must have been absolutely gagging to play new songs on tour as well because you've been playing the songs from the first mm -hmm. album for a couple of years yeah like ellie said we had toured for a few years before we even got into the studio to make the first album so 
when it came to playing these new songs we did a small underplay tour around the UK and in America and just those shows were so like invigorating to yeah. have the set with with new stuff in there and obviously it was nice to revisit old songs after taking a break from touring as well and you went to uh, America to record the album is that right mm. in uh, Los yeah. Angeles yeah it was great it was uh, we recorded two weeks at a studio called East West in Hollywood and then the remainder was done at a place called Music Friend, which I engineered. The guy who engineered worked one of the engineers on the record, Carlos. He it was in his garden, so there was uh, there was natural light, and it was just a very nice experience. Um, we went to Los Angeles because Justin Meldal Johnson, who produced the album, he has a very young well, he has a young family, and he, it was more we were going to where he was basically. Yeah. Um, and we really wanted to work with him. But yeah, Los Angeles was, was really fun. We were there for about three months and we had the most time we'd ever had to record. So yeah. it was quite liberating creatively like, in that disciplined sense. Disciplined as well? Yeah, we were very disciplined. <laughs> we were. Six on tour. <laughs> on tour, yeah. Now I'm getting older, so slightly more disciplined. Um, Still very young. St yeah, sit, we, do, we were in the studio for like six days a week. We really were focused on that yeah. record when we were out there. We went out and had a beer occasionally because I know we're on tour recently that um, I think you sent out a, a tweet or a, um, inviting basically a guitarist to come up on stage to play with with the band was that your idea did you instigate that yeah you just um, thought it'd be a fun idea fun thing to do and yeah I think it'd be fun I think I thought it would I don't know it's kind of one of those things that you forget you have the power to do kind of thing you know uh, I'm not sure if I would have liked to do that when I was younger, but I know lots of people would, and so there's actually no one to stop no. you doing it, so I'll sort of try it out and see if someone wants to do it. I think the girl who did it, who was only 16, I yeah. think, she'd never been on stage before. Yeah, that was the first time she'd ever played in front of anyone, yeah. and she was really, like, really good, like, she note was perfect. quite nervous, wasn't she? She really, she, she well, didn't seem that nervous. If she, she was. She said she was, but she didn't seem it, She was yeah. cool. <laughs> And also just about the film that's that's come out recently, um, On the Road, I think it's called, Michael Winterbottom's film. It's, it's an unusual film in that it's kind of a cross of fiction with reality and um, about, you know, it's two actors pretending to be part of our crew and loosely following their relationship set on a real tour. We weren't acting or anything. And uh, so, yeah, if you like... If you're interested in perhaps one side, what one side of touring can be like, then it's, yeah, it's, it's a film that you might be interested in watching. So he implanted these two actors basically into your lives yeah. while you were touring. It's just just touring, yeah, part of the touring yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. And so the cameras were everywhere, basically, or well, most everywhere, and they they were they were acting while you guys were being. You know, it's like quite true to yourselves, like real life. In essence, yeah, that is what it is. Yeah, that's what appealed to when he had the idea. That's what was so appealing because that set up so different, kind yeah. of. Yeah, we didn't want like a documentary about us yeah, no. because you know it's, we still feel relatively fresh in our career, and but you know, and we've had plenty of kind of on the road things sure. done but it was a mixture of fiction that kind of perked our interest yeah finally i just wanted to just uh, go back to the beginning also i know that you started with joff and you used to do open mics in london i think it was it was just basically a, you and acoustic guitar two vocals and then one day you decided um 
I don't want to do that anymore. Stop me if I'm wrong <laughs> now. I want to have a band and I want to play electric guitars. I think I was just growing in confidence. I think it's a lot easier um, to tell yourself that you're just rocking up to a pub to play a few tunes, you know, rather than being like, I want to be in a band, so therefore I'm going to, you know, save up some money to buy an electric guitar and an amp and, and you know, meet, you know, multiple people and, you know, try and get myself gigs booked and make a name for my band and set up a website or whatever, you know. So it was more, you know, testing the waters and seeing, if, you know, this could you know, if this felt right and growing confidence to say that that is what I want to do. And I think sometimes it can be quite, not embarrassing, but like, I don't know, quite hard to say like I want to be in a band. Uh, me, I found it hard anyway. Because, yeah. you know, people, yeah, I don't know why. Well, they, multiple They laugh reasons. at you or say, well, they don't laugh at why are you, you wasting but your then time? You, you know, <laughs> no, I think it's a really difficult thing to do. And, yeah. you know, you, you, I was full aware of that. and. You know, if you're not sure if you're already good at it, then you don't want to say it until you've tried yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like when you, yeah, it's not your main job yet, and yeah. you're working somewhere, but you know that's what you want to do. It's difficult. Well, there's a great video, Fluffy, isn't it? Where um, I think you, you and Joffre, playing in your, somebody's bedroom with an acoustic yeah. guitar, and then there's there's so uh, a very, very like, exaggerated version yeah. of the course of events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We suddenly transform into the rock into this rock and roll band, yeah. Yeah, I mean it was a joke, but <laughs> <I know>. but, <laughs> but I don't joke that stemmed from yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it's, there's an idea, but it's not yeah. the full reality. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was though. Yeah, that'd be, that's great. Next year, any plans so far? You just we're going to be on gigging. tour for quite a long time, and fingers crossed, we'll have a busy festival season. So yeah. we're looking forward to hopefully doing that. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Thank you very Thank much. You. Awesome. <laughs>